Hello everybody, this is Mark Mar, your lifestyle entrepreneur. Today, I have another amazing friend of mine who I am so excited to have here because she's gonna be talking to you about something that you could totally relate if you listen to this all the time. And the key point here is listen to this here. She is who I would call your audio guru. She's gonna tell you how you're gonna sound amazing on your podcast or video whatever you're doing anything where someone is recording your voice so jody please it's a first of all a pleasure to have you on my show i know i'm gonna ask a ton of great questions but before we get to <laughs> before we get to those questions please take a mm-hmm. time to introduce yourself to my audience who may not know about yourself Well, I have been a voice actor since 2007. I've actually been self-employed since 1999 before it was a thing. (laughs) Um, But I've been doing that for a long time and I've learned a lot about how to get the best voice for my clients and how to get the best sound for them. But along the way, uh, I've also learned a lot about audio branding in the sense that I'm one small little teeny part of that audio branding whole package. And I want to make sure that people are more aware of the larger package and are actually not leaving money on the table for their, you know, for what they're doing, because you can miss that whole audio portion of your brand if you're focused on your logo and your colors and all of that kind of thing. So I'm not saying you shouldn't focus on that, but the audio is a part of that. And it's a pretty important part because audio reaches us really deeply and fast. And it's something that should be taken advantage of. Oh, absolutely. I agree with that. 120% audio is like the most flexible platform, if you will, Mm -hmm. that you can literally take it anywhere and you can do productive things like listen to it like for example audiobooks or podcasts and you can plug it in and off you go and you could do multiple different things so that's why i love podcasting Mm -hmm. and tell me how do you got into this audio industry that was something that you inspired to be or just kind of happened like a out of luck uh a little of both actually um i'm a singer and i've been a singer since you know probably before i could talk but uh i uh, really always wanted to do something with my voice. I just have always enjoyed that. And audio has always been an important part of my life. So I volunteered my time in 1995-96 at the CNIB, which is the Canadian National Institute for the Blind. And I was reading books onto tape. And at that time, it actually was tape. It was reel-to-reel tapes. <laughs> so uh, we were doing that on a, a regular basis. And I loved it. But I also love the technical aspects of it. And as a voice actor, I've had to wear a lot of hats. So uh, so knowing that I was okay with the tech of it was kind of a, a nice little revelation too. And I didn't really start getting into it until 2007, but it was sort of in the back of my brain while I was doing other things. And, uh, and when I finally went into it, I was looking online. I mean, I've, I've always thought of this as a global business. So I've always looked into the internet for the information and for connecting with people that I thought would be helpful and, and 
there are a bunch of very fantastic people in the voiceover industry that were they were super helpful and uh, a few took me under their wing and and were very kind and generous with their time and and efforts and I'm very grateful. <laughs> So that's how you got started. Oh, that's an awesome story. Mm -hmm. So how long have you been doing this again, the whole audio industry? Uh, 2007 was when I actually started it full time. Um, it probably took me about two and a half years before I was actually making a living. <laughs> it takes time. Um, before that, I was doing internet marketing and SEO. And there was a ceiling that I could make as uh, an independent contractor doing SEO and internet marketing. So I, I've always loved marketing. That's always been a part of my thing. But uh, what I was finding was that because I was one person and I couldn't, you know, I, there's only so many hours in a day I can work. <laughs> um, it wasn't, I didn't feel a viable industry for me to be in to expand unless I wanted to have like 15 people working with me in a big company or something like that. And that was never what I wanted to do. So I think one day I just got so bored. Google was the only game in town. <laughs> um, I started in 1995 doing that. So, you know, Alta Vista, Ask Jeeves, like all of these other things, Yahoo, when it was actually relevant. <laughs> Um, you know, I mean, these things, they all existed when I started and they gradually just dropped off and, and it became the game of Google and I got bored. <laughs> so one day, you know, I don't know if you've ever felt like this about something in your life, but you get to the point where you just can't do it for one second longer. <laughs> And I definitely got that feeling when it came to the internet and SEO stuff. I just couldn't do it anymore. So that was, that was it for me. And I switched my focus and it took me around, like I said, two and a half years to make the money that I had been making in the SEO and internet marketing. So that's what I kind of figured was a viable living. And it's gotten much better since then, <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> because voiceover is a licensing type of thing. It's a lot like music licensing. So you are licensing my voice for a certain amount of time and a certain amount of audience. And that has a certain price tag attached to it. And it doesn't necessarily correspond with how long it takes me to do. You know, like it doesn't you don't pay a musician for how long it takes them to write it, <laughs> right? Like you just don't. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, so that made it um, a, um, a much more viable individual living, which is nice. All right. Sweet. Mm -hmm. uh, what I want to ask you is like, sure. what was when you started this whole voice uh, industry, what was the one thing that like you did that was like, I'm hooked to this? What was like your inspirational beach that happened that you're like, okay, now I am plugged. I love this thing. I want to go full blown in it. Yeah. My very first job uh, when I had almost just hung my shingle was the narrator for a documentary on World War II, which was amazing. And it was a fantastic uh, opportunity, and I loved doing it. 
and it, yeah, it definitely, I was, I was hooked. <laughs> definitely. I was hooked. <laughs> okay. So I, I, you know what? I love these podcasting things, interviews, not only just giving, but also receiving as well. Like I'm interviewing you because I literally have this time to get in the mindset of the mm-hmm. experts, so it's like a little self-serving thing. So it's like, okay, <laughs> I can I can literally learn a, a bunch of stuff in a short period of time sure. from a person who has been doing this for years and years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And then I love this. And this is by far one of my favorite topics because the voices for me is like, it literally is it's the only thing that I feel helps you communicate by the way you sound. Some people could just mm-hmm. literally get off and not even talk to you because of the way you sound. So what yeah. tips would you have to sound actually better? Hey guys, just want to take a quick moment to tell you, thank you so much for listening to this podcast and all the podcasts that you have listened to it. If you truly enjoyed what you were listening to it, make sure you click that subscribe button wherever you're listening to it. And also, I have something special that I want to offer to you that is truly going to help you take your business to a 10x level. If that's something you're interested in, make sure you go to markkumar.com forward slash gift. Once again, the URL is markkumar.com forward slash gift. And in there, I have something that I really, truly believe is going to help you go take your business to the next level a lot faster. Now, back to your episode. Depends on what environment you're talking about. If you're just talking about the phone, you know, and improving the sound of your own voice, then I think that's actually more a matter of you getting used to your own voice. Because I don't know... Uh, first of all, if you have a speech impediment or, you know, there's something else going on, then yes, you need to see a professional. That's not what I do. <laughs> and and that's something to consider. And they can be hugely helpful. But if you just sound, you know, like a regular person, which most of us do, um, then I suspect that not sounding the way you think you should sound is more the issue than you sounding bad, if that makes any sense. (laughs) So some people will hear themselves on the phone in their own head and sort of think, oh, my my voice is high and squeaky. I don't like that, you know, or or they'll hear themselves on a recording and they'll go, whoa, whoa, who is that? You know, once you get used to it and you think a little more about how you're communicating, I think it gets better. And it's less about, ah, how do I explain this? We're all interpreting our voices in our own heads as we speak. So it's all vibration. And wearing headphones actually makes it worse because you're, you're hearing not only the own, your own resonance in your head, but you're also hearing it, you know, through the headphones, like a, like a double whammy. (laughs) So, so it can be distracting, especially for podcasters who are only starting to do this. I would suggest record your voice, listen to it a few times, get used to how it sounds, experiment with different ways of speaking. Not that you need to change yourself, but you can hear what changes on a recording a lot better than you could trying to remember it after you've had a discussion, if that makes any sense. So 
I would say record your voice and see what you can do to, you know, change little nuances. And if you want to make it better, then, you know, there, there are ways to do that. But one of the most important things is to be hydrated. If you aren't drinking enough water, <laughs> your vocal cords are going to suffer. <laughs> so that's a biggie. As far as like self-care for your vocal cords, which are what we're kind of talking about here. <laughs> so that's important. Yeah, definitely. I 100% agree with it because before I became a podcaster mm -hmm. and I would talk to somebody and other person Water. would listen to my voice <laughs> and... Mm -hmm. I listened to that voice. I know what the other person sounded like, but I didn't know what I actually sound like to my own self. But like you said, yeah. you have this vision of yourself. You know, you sound a certain way. But mm -hmm. the best thing that has happened to me is when I decided to become a podcaster. And mm -hmm. then I actually stopped to listen to my own voice. The very first time I recorded myself, I'm like, oh my God, I sound like that? Like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, we're, we're surprised. We're surprised because it's, but it's another filter, right? Like our ears are a filter. Other people's ears are a filter. The recording equipment is a filter. So you're never really getting the, the real deal. You're never getting the real deal. That's just not going to happen. So you have to sort of accept what you have and where it's being heard as being an influence on how all of this affects you. Um, but also as a podcaster, if you want to get a better sound for your audio, then I don't even really think it matters what microphone you're using. I think it matters more the environment that you're recording in. So be very conscious of having hard surfaces around you. You don't want hard surfaces. You want soft surfaces and you want um, not rectangular or square surfaces. You want like rounded surfaces. So uh, I, like I know people who talk into the corner of a wall and they treat it with foam so that it's sort of like soft and then behind them they'll put like a portable wardrobe or something with a moving blanket over top of it and that works really well i know uh voice actors who go traveling and then make pillow forts in their hotel rooms in order to record because it sounds awesome <laughs> now i mean it's not something you do on a regular basis and if you're being videotaped on or you know like video recorded pardon me taped wow i'm like <laughs> Okay, if you're being video recorded on a podcast or something like that, then you don't want a pillow fort around you while you're on camera. However, as far as audio is concerned, the sound is so much better when you have a dead surface, like a dead environment around you, like what I have right now, because this booth is a five by four booth sound treated. And while I do have a good mic, it probably wouldn't matter. I mean, it would and it wouldn't. You, you can hear the nuances when you're doing this for a living. <laughs> but, but podcasting, you can get away with a pretty cheap mic. And if you have a good environment that you're recording in, it's going to sound pretty decent. Okay. So is there any, like you say, all this recommendation that you gave, mm -hmm. and how do you make something soundproof? For example... You, I didn't know until I mm -hmm. became a podcaster, there's a such thing as a white noise or a background noise because you don't mm -hmm. hear it. 
but the yeah. mic picks it up and I'll find that out. I'm like, I'm talking. How come, what is this other noise? Hissing noise sometime. <laughs> and then there's a yeah. air conditioning noise. Obviously, you don't think a normal person will not think about it in that sense. Mm -hmm. And then even if everything is turned off, you will have this white noise or some call it background noise. There's so many different names out there. Yeah. So how do you kind of, not even, you can't eliminate it, but how do you diminish it a little well, being in an in enclosed space like what I'm in right now will diminish it, definitely. But, you know, there's stuff you can do in, in post. I mean, you know, noise reduction is your friend. <laughs> so if you really need to do that, just be careful how heavy-handed you apply it. <laughs> because noise reduction can kind of like ruin the audio and give you artifacts and things like that so you want to be very very careful with how you apply these tools and learn how to use them <laughs> but but in general I don't think any podcaster's background is going to be pristine I mean even mine is not pristine even this booth it's not soundproof it's sound treated so the difference is sound treating deadens the space soundproof would eliminate sound outside of it like you wouldn't hear any sound outside of it this does block some of it but it's super expensive to soundproof and it's not expensive at all to sound treat so you know i take that as you will but i i would think that sound treating should be something the podcaster is worried about more than soundproofing if a lawnmower starts outside your window you stop recording i mean I do the same thing. It's not, it, you know, it's kind of a no-brainer, you know. <laughs> if a big noise happens, you, re, you know, you, you stop, you reconvene when it's done. <laughs> All right. So just out of curiosity, how do you sound treat a room, a regular room? Like you put a foam here and there or something? Or how yeah, well, what I, was, what I was talking about with the pillow forts, it's all about creating um, round uneven surfaces that are soft around you, basically. I mean, that's really at its basic level. If you want to get to a sound engineer and have them, like, craft a room for you that has particular panels placed, depending on where you want your sound to, to be, you can do that, too. But for a usual podcaster who just wants to get the job done, <laughs> I would say um, that your best bet is probably just to speak into a corner, treated with foam, and put something um, like a moving blanket behind you in some fashion. Um, and, and, you know, maybe put a rug underneath you. Um, you know, the, just experiment with, with how it sounds. It. But I guarantee you that it's going to sound a lot better than doing nothing. <laughs> right obviously right so something yeah. is better than nothing i suppose in yeah. that respect yeah <laughs> also tell, tell me this after you record it your sound do you mm -hmm. do post-production or do you outsource that i do a little bit of post-production most of the stuff that i do is five minutes of finished audio or less so i do commercials and narration and web videos and uh, phone stuff and that sort of thing and so it's generally pretty short and for the longer things I would outsource that just because I don't want to do it. <laughs> 
Um, but I tend not to do those really long ones just because I don't enjoy it. You know, I've been doing this like 13 years now. I get to dictate what I want to do and what I don't want to (laughs) do. Absolutely. You know, that I think you definitely earned, you know, so have whatever you want to do it the way you want to do it, obviously, with that, you know, plus decade over year of experience. Yeah, you definitely Mm. earned it. So when you do do your post production, what Mm -hmm. software or tools do you normally use? Um, I have uh, Adobe Audition, which I use for my recording, and I use RX7 for um which is isotope i think um mostly for removing of mouth clicks if i find that there's a problem because <laughs> mouth clicks can be very annoying again that's a symptom of not being hydrated enough and your mouth being too dry you'll hear clicks right <laughs> so you know i have better days you know some some days are better than others <laughs> If I have my coffee in the morning with my cream and my sweetener, then, you know, (laughs) but uh, having the software equivalent of a free pass is kind of a nice thing. (laughs) Definitely. You know, I, I, you, like you said, dehydrate, hydrate yourself while you Mm -hmm. are uh, recording definitely will help you with your voice and, you know, giving everything up. And that's why you see, you know, even on TV show or even YouTube videos where people have a glass of water, they literally every now and then, you know, just sip it. So that way they have the, you know, hydration going on and your throat doesn't get dried up. So that's definitely a good time. So something else to mention, just so that people are aware, it actually takes around 20 minutes for your vocal cords to receive and be able to hydrate from that water. So or your body in general, it takes time for that water to be absorbed into your system. So you can't just drink something like at the moment and expect it to help you. (laughs) It's not going to. You need to be hydrated 20 minutes before and keep hydrating. Wow. I did not know that. Very yeah. interesting and helpful tip, definitely, you know. So I guess yeah. before you start your podcast or video cast, drink 20 yeah. minutes before a glass yeah. of water. And then hopefully if your video is 10 minutes, you're good to go. If your podcast is 40 minutes in between your take, you take, you know, take a sip of water or something of that nature. Well, yeah, I mean, like keep drinking is what I'm saying. Like, but you need to start 20 minutes before. <laughs> right. All yeah. right, cool. So let's move on to our next topic, which... I am excited more about it, like this audio (laughs) branding, because, you know, Mm -hmm. podcasters, that's all they have is their audio, their voice. So tell me this thing that you discover and you are doing is successful, the audio branding part of the podcast. (laughs) Well, the podcast is kind of me following in the footsteps of a lot of other experts. So I'm not claiming to be an expert. (laughs) I'm claiming to be a fellow traveler. Um, So I've interviewed a lot of really interesting people that talk about giving some conscious thought to the audio part of your brand as opposed to just worrying about your logo and your colors. And there's a lot more to an entire brand picture than just the visual. Also, the, the audio component of that reaches us really strongly and quickly. And because audio is one of our strongest senses that and and smell are actually our top senses it's it's hard hitting and it it's memorable and it sort of complements the visual and 
makes it elevates everything. It just makes it all feel more professional. Okay, so how how does it? I'm just can trying to figure out like how <laughs> does a audio branding like how can people use audio branding? I guess that would be a better question to for their business. Well, it's a portion of their branding and marketing and advertising. So it's basically a portion of everything that they're putting out into the world. If you're worrying only about what you look like, then you're missing out on a deeper connection with the people who are experiencing your brand and your product and your service because they need to know that they can trust you and they need to know that you are speaking their language and they need to know that you understand them. And you can't do that only with the visual. I think it's really hard to do that only with a visual. So having that audio component makes it a more fully sensual experience and allows them to be more, be more involved in what you're presenting to them. Okay, so I guess a great example would be if you are listening to a radio station on that particular platform, audio branding is definitely being used everywhere. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Or what do you take? So what are your thoughts on that? Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, the announcements, the imaging, the radio imaging that happens in between the songs, the DJs, anyone who's speaking on a certain radio station, depending on what their type of music is, they have a voice that matches that type of music. So you're generally not going to have a really soft-spoken DJ playing hard rock, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you're you're going to have a, a loud mouth. <laughs> I mean, come on, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, you know, but if you're talking smooth jazz, then you're talking about a different voice entirely again. So it, it follows through with what you would expect, but you're trying to reach the people who want to know if you're like them or want to know or want to be like you <laughs> put it that way so so there's like two ways of thinking of this yeah and the audio the audio branding follows through with all of that and obviously your visual works with it too but that's that's part of the whole branding voice and when i say voice i don't mean human voice i mean like who you are and who you're presenting yourself to be to your public Oh, absolutely. I agree with that. And you know, what I really want to know is because you are in this audio uh, industry, I'm sure you have heard so many different versions of voices and each one of them attract different kind of audiences. But have you seen a pattern in which like you see this kind of a like a hardcore voice and then you got soft, gentle voice and and then you have like different ones. uh, Are there like a... Would you be able to identify like five different types of voices that, that you have seen? Uh, or any number for that matter? I mean, yeah, there's, there's I, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with um, like age ranges. A lot of it is age ranges. There's the millennial sound, which has a bit of an upspeak, a little bit of a vocal fry maybe, Um like, you know, that, uh, that, you know, a little bit at the end there, you know, <laughs> I don't know how to explain that exactly. Uh, just that little bit of, of extra rumble at the end of sentences. Um, 
you know, the uh, basically the, the, the middle-aged voice, which is where I kind of sit, is um, it can be more, um, I guess, refined. I would almost say refined, but more, um, more pronunciation on words, um, a little more articulation, and, you know, maybe a little bit of vocal fry. There can be sort of, you know, and, and there's, there's different, obviously, for the different sexes. There's also different, um, different things that you'd look out for, like always, you know, like Don LaFontaine, the voice of God, you know, <laughs> right? Like the really deep, low trailer voice, <laughs> um, you know, that's, you know, in a world, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> so there's that voice. Um, there's the, the, the nerdy guy next door, you know, there's the, the soccer mom, you know, there's all sorts of like different voice types that one person can do many of, I mean, it, it's not limited to people, you know, it's, there's, there's vocal types and then there are people who can do multiple of those vocal types. So it really just depends on what materials you have to work with. <laughs> Actually, I'm so glad you said that. The, the, the God voice, the nerdy type. Mm. And it's just people don't even realize how much power their voice has. Just the way mm -hmm. they talk, people identify who you are based on your voice. And yeah. they judge you based on that, which is interesting and not so uh, interesting, depending on you, how you look at it. If you mm -hmm. sound, as they say, he sounds professional or she sounds professional, it's all about how you use your voice, your tonality, and then, you sure. know, obviously your physical appearance and everything else that matters. So I want to know, mm -hmm. in from your uh, aside from your business, what things that you enjoy in life? Hmm. Um, I sing, so I enjoy doing that. <laughs> um, I actually have a, an album up on my website that I put together in 2015 with a friend of mine in the UK, actually, because I am a lone vocalist and I play no other instruments. <laughs> so I needed someone's help <laughs> to get backing tracks. <laughs> and he did a great job for me. Um, and uh, we've known each other for a long, long time. I did uh, a website for songwriters called The Muses Muse, uh, started in 1995 and ended in 2016. And it, yeah, it was pretty, it was my baby for a long time. <laughs> so that was how I kind of cut my teeth on the SEO and internet marketing because I was promoting that website on a dime. <laughs> you know, I had no money. <laughs> so I, I learned how to do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, uh, I like learning things. I like reading. Um, I'm definitely an introvert. <laughs> you know, this whole pandemic thing has not, I mean, as much as it's strange not to be going out as often as I used to, I'm actually okay. <laughs> you know, like, sometimes I just don't like seeing people. <laughs> So, so it works. It works in your favor. I think you know. Some it totally works in my favor. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, of course, my job means I'm in my studio a lot. So, like, I was always working from home. So, I don't know. Right. <laughs> Zoom is Zoom is comfortable. 
<laughs> exactly. It take you places you never even thought you would be able to go this, virtually. This is true. And I don't even have to wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> you do have that option, I suppose. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty cool. So, you know, definitely this hit the whole COVID-19, the pandemic, definitely gave us an, some people an opportunity to go venture out and do these amazing things that you would never even possibly think about or let alone do it. So having said all that, so is there a thing that you have done since this pandemic that to increase your business or have your business keep on running to the success level that is has been running before all of this? Uh, well, one of the things that I did was join a mastermind group. And the mastermind group that I joined was a, a regular business mastermind group. So what happens in there is that I'm encouraged by other businesses that are completely different from mine. And watching them and their successes and talking about how we're adjusting and aspiring to do more and all of that kind of thing. And it it kind of goes back to that saying that you are the result of the five people you spend the most time with, <laughs> right? So I prefer to spend my time with people who are actually interested in bettering themselves. You know, I, I love that idea. So I'm always learning and I'm always taking encouragement from these folks and, and I love it. It's really encouraging. All right, sweet. So w when you were looking for a mastermind, was there a particular criteria other than, you know, people who are in a different industry? Well, like mm -hmm. the Pacific, like, because you could be in this mastermind, because I have been in the past and I have my own mastermind. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where yeah. like, mm -hmm. hey, you come in there, you do these things. And some people like just, they're just there. They don't do anything. And then that's yeah. one of the masterminds. So go ahead. Well, the, the mastermind that I'm in, I actually pay to be in. So that's a really big qualifier right there. If you have to pay to be in it and you're doing nothing, you're wasting your money. So that's not doing you or anyone any good. And, you know, I think people are more likely to bow out if they're actually paying money for it and not doing anything as opposed to just being in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that is exactly a, a perfect example why a, p a person can like for example information is information if someone mm -hmm. gets it for free they may not value as much or may not even take exactly. an action but if you are paying for it for some god reason odd reason you are inclined to take action mm -hmm. which is interesting same information yep. same everything but hey you added more value to it so it's i find that really Definitely, intriguing yeah. so you know that's i mean like different things <laughs> so mm -hmm. tell me how can people find out more about you or if they want to get in touch with you how can they do that the best way is to go to my website that is at voiceoversandvocals.com uh, the branding, the audio branding podcast is at audiobrandingpodcast.com. <laughs> so it's pretty easy. <laughs> All right. And I will make sure, guys, I will link those in the show notes for you for you easily. Just click on it and we will take you right there. And now mm -hmm. this part comes the past and future part, which I want to do this, play this game with you. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Sure. So, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> if, if you go back five years from now, the mm -hmm. young version of yourself five years ago and if you would give that person advice to move ahead in life what advice would that be oh uh join a mastermind sooner because 
If I had started a podcast five years ago, <laughs> I would be in a much better position right now. I, I have to say, podcasting is probably one of the best things that I've done in the last long while. And it was mainly um, because I was encouraged to do it through my mastermind. So, um, so I'm very grateful. And yeah, I, I think probably starting the podcast five years ago would have been <laughs> the best idea. <laughs> that's, that's, I have not heard that one before, but I'm so glad you said that. That's, that speaks mm -hmm. volume. The power that a podcast has for your business, not just business, but personal branding as well. So that's awesome. Yeah. So let's yeah. go in the future. What okay. will you be doing five years from now or two years from now for your business? to help move forward? Or where would you like your business yep. to be in two years from now? Uh, you know, I think I'd love to be the brand voice of a company, um, you know, like a, a, a large company, if I can manage to do that. I, I love the idea of <laughs> I really love the idea of making other people money. That's kind of what my job is all about. <laughs> so, so if I can help a company really consider their audio brand and be a part of that and help their clients find them and feel that they're trustworthy, then that is a, a, a big plus on my side and, and on theirs, hopefully. Um, and I just love that idea. I, I really like the idea of being part of a marketing team that is concerned with all of the parts of a branding voice. Man, you just... And I mean that in the broadest sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to ask you who would be your ideal client. He just beat me right to it. Answer that question yeah. ahead of time. So I was like, okay, there goes that question. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I tend to work in the uh, healthcare and finance and um, I guess insurance. Um, I do a lot of tourism, which unfortunately right now is not all that great. <laughs> Hospitality, which again, unfortunately, not all that great right now. <laughs> but, uh, but I love all of those industries. And uh, yeah, it's just, I, I just think it's a lot of fun. <laughs> awesome. It's definitely been a pleasure having Likewise. you here and <laughs> asking these amazing questions that I have asked and all people who are going to listen to this, they will find value. And I know I did. I was like, mm -hmm. I learned a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't know about the audio branding and audio, how to do all those things. And so thank can you. I just, um, can I mention the, the, the link? Oh yeah. Well, I was going to give yeah. you, oh, <laughs> I like, let, totally let, forgot. No, no, let, let me finish this. I promise you. I told you I will. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. It's all right. <laughs> I was on my Shapiro, man. Come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go I, for it. I, I guess I'm done. Thank you. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> no, what I was going to say, thank you. Seriously, all joking aside, thank you for being here. It's truly been a pleasure. Mm -hmm. And this podcast has been nothing but laughs and a lot, a lot of information being shared. So right now is the moment where you can share anything you like. Uh, I thought you were on your way out. I was like, <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I've already shared like my, my website and the audio branding website. Well, you can share it again. As yeah. much as whatever you want to share. It's okay. Now it's the moment. 
Um, I have a audio branding uh, PDF that people can download for free that talks about the five tips of being intentional with your audio strategy. And if people are interested in that, the link is voiceoversandvocals.com slash audio dash branding dash strategy. And I will also put that in the show notes for you guys to make it easier for you. Just click on it and get that PDF in that you can definitely, I know you will definitely find a value.